0: Welcome to another edition of The Inner Dominatrix, the podcast that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And as always, I have another exciting guest with me today, Sejal Ballin. She is a dynamo, so I have met her through CAPS, which you've heard me speak of before. CAPS is the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers, and her and I got involved in this conversation in an exercise that one of the speakers did. And I just really clicked with her. She just was able to show up fully. And that really impresses me when I find people like that. So I wanted to bring her on and you know, introduce her. So she's got a master's in management and leadership. She's got a doctorate in education. She started out the program for positive psychology at the Wilfrid-Laurie University. This woman has like a long list of things that she's done, things that she's contributed to. I'm, we're not going to get into all of it, but I want to just introduce you to this amazing woman. And today we're going to have this really great conversation in around. round vulnerability and looking at, you know, what it takes to be vulnerable and why you would even want to go there. So Sejal, I'm so excited to have you on as my guest. Thank you for coming out. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Ah, a pleasure. So what would you say, like, how would you describe vulnerability?
1: Vulnerability to me is allowing yourself to be open and to be unguarded. Mm. I think we just have such a tendency to filter ourselves when we show up in the world. And some of us come up with walls and boundary, uh, like walls and, and obstacles mm-hmm. that other people have to get through to really get to know us. Mm-hmm. And showing up vulnerable is showing up emotionally naked, it is the way I kind of talk about it, where you're kind of really open to sharing, to being heard, to letting your emotions be known, of course, in a very respectful way. I always believe in respecting the person that you're with as well, mm-hmm. um, but really kind of being open and, and to receiving as well. So it's not just about giving and, and being open to, to sharing your feelings, but be open to receiving how others feel about you as well so it's it really is
0: being open on so many different fronts., mm, I love yeah. that. I love that, and you know, you mentioned about being naked emotionally, and for some people, that might sound really scary, so I really believe that there's huge value in being vulnerable but i'm I'm curious what what you would see as the value of allowing yourself to be vulnerable
1: uh, Well, I truly believe that if we allow ourselves to feel both dimensions of emotions so if you were to look at it from a scale where one end of the scale is absolute despair and the other end of the scale is absolute elation most of us exist in the middle where we we experience some happiness some some sadness, and we kind of just you know some of us are numb, even mm. and and by being vulnerable, yes, you open up the doors to to feeling the extreme of sadnesses and and despair and maybe some hopelessness, but it also opens up the door to being able to feel that extreme joy and happiness and and contentment and really experiencing life to its fullest from from both ends of the spectrum. And by incorporating some of the the science of positive psychology, we're able to get the tools and strategies to to navigate during those da- downtimes and, and coming back and bouncing back faster or stronger than we were before. So by being vulnerable, you're kind of really opening up the potential of really experiencing life, relationships, interactions with people at work at home just experiencing life to its fullest mm, and really knowing to know yourself yeah. it really is about knowing yourself too and how to be
0: good to yourself oh. mm. and you know it's interesting it's like that I, I get that you know it's when you allow yourself to be vulnerable, I've really experienced that. The more I allow myself to really just, you know, open up and show my vulnerability is like, here I am, warts and all, here's the good, the bad, and the ugly. The more people connect with me and the more I feel joy. And I actually end up feeling joy even in the times that are not so good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? And, and I think that the, what what the element is
1: that, that adds to that connectivity and the quality of the connection is the authenticity. Mm. Because at the end of the day, we're all human. So we all have the good experiences, the bad experiences, the sadnesses, the happiness, the, you know, if we all shared our stories more, I think the, the level of connection would be astounding because some, we, we don't realize how many people share in our own experiences, in our own, mm-hmm. and it's only through vulnerability, and developing that sort of trust. And it doesn't have to be a long term relationship. It can be a real just moment like sit, like what we encountered that day. Yeah, we, you know, it was it was profound. We were totally two strangers. But I think we opened up in the span of five minutes, our whole lives. And it was amazing how many connections we made.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we started making those connections saying, oh yeah, I identify with that. I have, I have something similar. And then it just led to like, you know, you, you told another story and I'm like, yeah, that's, that resonates for me because this is what happened to me. And, you know, when you, when one person's willing to open that door, it leaves a space for the other person to do it as well.
1: Very beautifully said. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, that oh, I love it. I, and what have you done? Like, what are your go-to tools to make it easier to step into being vulnerable? Oh my gosh! Um, you know, there's, <laughs> oh. there's, there's, there's. <laughs> I know. There's Open. It's a light there. topic. Just, you know, just to sum it up in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's.
1: It, you know what it is. I think it totally depends on. The day, the situation, and where I'm at. It can be. Sometimes it's very easy. Like that day that that we met. Honestly, it was it was that day was effortless for me because I came in very open. You know, I it it was a group of strangers. So you know what? Even if it didn't work out, because let's face it, being vulnerable is a risk. It is. It could have very well gone a very different direction. But in that instant, in that moment, to me. It was worth the risk because even if I had gone in the other direction, it's okay. I could have still walked out of there feeling perfectly good about myself and perfectly fine. But I was, I was very fortunate that it, it blossomed into what it did and that the experience was very worthwhile for me um there are other instances where obviously it can be very difficult for someone to to wanna open up like i can use an example in in a relationship sometimes for us to be vulnerable and really open up and and tell what we're feeling or what the situation is doing to us we're not sure how uh that other person's going to respond and if they respond negatively it can be very hurtful to us especially because we're in that vulnerable state and we've taken such a chance i think we need to be prepared for that and and sometimes it's the key to that is changing the language about what vulnerability is it's not a weakness it's a strength and when we can can frame it in that way and really approach it in that way i think that experiences that are even difficult and that don't go the way we intend or would like, mm-hmm. it's still yeah. easier to recognize, you know what? That was more a reflection on them and maybe what they're experiencing today than it was on me and me being open today. I love it. Right? I love it.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm so with you on that. The piece that being vulnerable is, a strength. To me, that is the the power and what I would describe as as you know the feminine energy is that being willing to be vulnerable and and strong in our vulnerability. I'm not judging myself as bad or wrong. I'm willing to sit here and be raw and open with you.
1: Well, and and exactly. And and if and when you're in that situation and you take the chance, and I hope you do after this podcast, folks, that you go out there and be vulnerable. And even if it is a difficult one or it doesn't go your way, to then exercise some Mm. self-compassion because that, again, is a way for us to be open again for the next time. And you know what? Each time it gets easier. It does. you know, and, the, and the, as the context change and as you see some of the benefits of being vulnerable through some of your relationships and experiences that you go through, those setbacks aren't going to be so large. They're going to be fewer in between because you'll kind of be able to gauge when and how you choose to be vulnerable because, again, it's
0: all relative depending on where you're at. I, I love it. It's, it really is. A, you know, it's a, it's a learned skill. And the piece where you're saying about this, keep trying. And and it's not about you if it doesn't go well. You brought up that point earlier about that when it doesn't go well, you allow yourself to take the time and reflect and say, okay, if they didn't accept my being vulnerable, it's not that being vulnerable is wrong. It's where they're at and what they're able to receive.
1: Sure. And not only that, but it takes practice to be vulnerable (laughs) in a way that where people can understand. So maybe in that Mm -hmm. situation, my intent was to open up and to be totally open to this experience with this person and sharing myself. But maybe I use, I said something wrong or I, um, used a different language that they didn't connect with. So when I go back and I reflect on the experience, whether it went positive or or not, maybe not the way I'd intended, I look at where were they, how did they receive it, how did they respond, what could be going on in their life if that matters to me at that time. But certainly I also look at, hmm, could I have done something a little bit differently or how can I improve this the next time for myself? Because Mm -hmm. like it's a skill and it's something that honestly, each time you get through it and you use it, your confidence builds. Again, if you look at it as a strength, look, strengths some come easier than others, but that
0: doesn't mean that you can't master it with practice. Absolutely. You know, much like going to a gym and you're doing, you're doing reps right and and you gradually increase the weight of the reps i i love to give those analogies it's so funny it's like i'm i'm not a fitness person i <laughs> i'm a real couch potato so it's really funny that i use all these you know athletic references in my stuff but right but i love that idea that you know for people to to start small be vulnerable in something that is not a big consequence and gradually develop that muscle and take a risk take a risk you know and build it up definitely so, and also think of of your vulnerability as a
1: gift, mm. right? It's it's an opportunity and a part of yourself that you're giving to the other person, definitely or the situation. So yeah,
0: and I have really experiencing that myself when I show up and I'm willing to share a piece of my raw story with people, and you know I share it to just to acknowledge what I've been through. I'm, I have healed and so it's not raw in the way that I have to be drawn to tears. But when I share that with people, I get a lot of gratitude back and I find that it inspires other people to be willing to step in and, and show up very vulnerably.
1: Definitely, definitely. It's, it's like, again, I'll, I'll take it back to our interaction. It was because one of us opened that space. hmm So, and that's where these connections happen. So again, there's examples of the really sort of high quality connection that Jane Dutton talks about, where it's very quick interactions, but with great impact. And then there's the, you know, our very profound, intimate relationships. So this vulnerability can extend and play in many areas of our lives.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I know you've, like, you obviously have done a lot of studying around psychology and developing the the positive psychology certificate. Where would you say that the majority of people are sitting as far as allowing themselves to be vulnerable? Like, do you see the majority of people are like, yeah, I'm totally willing to do that. Or where in that spectrum do you find people are sitting?
1: I, you know what, I don't think there's a, a generalizability to that because Again, different populations, different, the studies are basically different in different populations. So, so for me to, to generalize and say that people in general are sitting on a scale of five or six on, on the vulnerability would be presumptuous, I think. I, I consider it a very personal thing and I I think people also differ in different phases of their lives mm. as to what, where they are. Like I expressed to you uh, that evening that we met, my life changed at 40. Like I, it was like, Waking up a, a different person in, in, in the level of confidence that I had, some of my filters that were raised with in terms of, you know, when to share and how to share and what not to share, they kind of all went out the window. So, and my my vulnerability, like I said, I didn't, I don't look at it as a weakness at all. It's like, you know what, here I am people. And some people are really going to take to it and others are not. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. So I really think that it's not a matter of whether a person is or isn't. I think it's more complex in terms of, the phase of life that they're in, what's happening in their life, how they were brought up, you know, whether they're even aware of of what vulnerability is. Because they could be very vulnerable and not even recognize how they're using it or, or what it is and what it means to them. So I really think it's more about knowledge than it is about being. Because once you get the
0: knowledge, you can choose how you want to be. For sure. So how would people recognize that they are being vulnerable? I think,
1: again, the level of connection that you have with someone speaks to that. Mm -hmm. So if you find yourself in a situation where your filters are turned off, you're not guarded, you're not worried about what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, how you're feeling, expressing how you're feeling, that means you're being open. You're Mm. being, you're, you're you're leaving that space for that person to connect with you and you're taking that risk. There's still an element of that little, little, you know, risk in there, Um, but that can be exciting again, again, in how you frame it. Right. Yes. Yes. So I think about my relationship with my husband and I can't think of someone that I have allowed myself to be more vulnerable with. And I'm talking on a completely sort of e- emotional level, intellectual level. And it's it's incredible. And I, and I tell him that all the time that I have never been this way with anybody. And wow. that's how I know. And I don't, I know I don't have to be perfect. And I know that even if I'm not at my best, it's okay. Mm. And, and I don't have to be the one that's, always doing or so responsible, I can let my guard down. I can, I can just be me. And that's, that's honestly, it's such a liberating feeling to know that that's how it is. And I've taken that confidence because this is the first person I experienced that with. I've taken this experience now and kind of expanded it and extended it to more external relationships and interactions. For example, yesterday I went to an incredible interview. And again, where normally I would be intimidated and thinking about what should I say? What shouldn't I say? You know what? I showed up. Mm. And it was a risk because again, they may like it. They may not like it. I don't know. But you know what? I left there feeling fantastic. And I don't think I could have answered or done anything better than what I did. And honestly, it was so easy because it was just me.
0: Yeah. And and I think you've you know, just nailed it for me that it feels like you, like you're showing up authentically and that there's, you know, there's that piece inside where it just feels congruent. And for me, I'm very kinesthetic. So I feel it in my body, that when I'm being authentic and I'm being vulnerable, I feel a sense of ease in my body. It feels so comfortable and relaxed. And then when I'm out of alignment, when I've got those walls up, I feel contracted and rigid. Absolutely. And then it can show
1: up in in other ways, such as anxiety Mm -hmm. and anxiety and getting down on yourself. And, you know, you can spiral downward. Whereas if we embrace vulnerability as a powerful tool, it can spin us up into an upward spiral. And this is now talking about Barbara Fredrickson's work on uh, the broaden and build theory and positive emotions. Mm. So
0: vulnerability also opens the door to experiencing all those things. Oh, I love it. It's just so powerful. And, you know, I know it's challenging for a lot of people to get there. And, you know, I just encourage everyone listening to be gentle with yourself. It's okay Absolutely. to take your time. And it's just a journey. It's your own journey. There's no race. And I love the fact that you spun it around like, like, let's stop putting it on a marker. It's like, you are where you are. And that's fantastic where you are. Definitely. And I would just like the listeners to know if
1: you want to be introduced to the concept more, Brene Brown has an amazing Mm. talk. So please feel free to, to go online and look up Brene Brown and, and listen to her talk on vulnerability. She really expands on it. And it's, it's an amazing talk. It's one of the top TED Talks out there. Nice. And, um, and then when you talk about taking it easy on yourself and being gentle, and we talked about self-compassion, Kristen Neff is a great resource as well in terms of her work and how to dive deeper into that realm. I'm always always happy to talk about this. (laughs) I love this, this area. So talking about this and 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 how to improve our quality of life and discuss what makes life worth living and our and our well being. This is what I do. This is my passion. Mm. So I'm always happy to share and, and
0: to engage with more. I love it. And that so comes through like, and that's why I wanted to have you on my podcast was because you, you come from that genuine place. You really, you get excited about your topic, you know, and you're, you're in it, you're living it, you're breathing it. And you're not just talking about it. You're actually incorporating it, incorporating it into your life, which kudos. I love it.
1: Honestly, you, it, you can't help. Once you get into this stuff, it's just such a natural thing. And at first, it may take some practice and some intent and conscious thinking into, put, you know, working in some of these interventions, but eventually it becomes a way of life and it's really a great way to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it really improves the quality of your well-being. It improves the quality of your relationships. It improves the quality that you experience life day to day at oh, yeah. work and at home. So I'm bringing this stuff into organizations now. Mm. And it's really, really exciting to see how it works at the individual level, but also within the dynamics of work.
0: That so. is so important. Um, there's, you know, there's so much work to be done at the corporate levels of bringing in some positivity, but also some, you know, healthy corporate culture and environments that encourage people to connect. So that is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So we should probably wrap up for time, although I know we could, we could dive into so much more. You've given our listeners some great resources. I will make sure that you get me those links so we can put them into the show notes so they'll be on there available for people in case they don't know how to spell any of the names that we had here and have some recommendations and resources of how they can take this a little bit further so any final words that you have for the listeners i just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and
1: i hope you enjoy your journey as you continue to go on
0: Mm, wonderful thanks Sejel. thank you Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.